presents the opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. How's everybody doing out there? We are happy to be back on American soil as much as we love Italy and Sicily and Greece. Nice to be back at the Jersey Shore in South Jersey. And today is all about the 90th anniversary of Columbus Day, 1932, when Tony Mart himself as he would say, discovered America. Dad used to say, I discover America. And he meant uh, that he, what, that? Me, me, me. Me, me, me. <laughs> Nancy remembers a lot of the dragonisms. Uh, it was 90 years ago, 1932, that Dad got off the um, banana boat uh, from Panama after having gone from Messina, Sicily, to Panama in 1930 and worked there for two years to get enough money to get to New York. And we'll talk about that. Uh, that's the lead story, of course, today on the show. But we have so much that we're going to talk about, including a parallel story that has evolved that is truly an incredible irony. Uh, we have met up with and become uh, instant friends, not friends, as he said to me, I am not your friend, I am your family. Dario Murata, uh, who was um, part of the 30 people or so that we were with uh, when we arrived in Cresta uh, uh, Nazu, Nazu, uh, Sicily, where my father was born. And... Um, Dario wants to come to America. Dario wants, he's 25 years old. He's a trained pizza maker and culinary student who actually wanted to, to um, uh, emigrate so badly that he went to Australia and worked on a watermelon farm. Just like my father went to Panama and worked um, with a pick and shovel uh, in order to get to the opportunities of the new world. I think it's a story that needs to ring and ring and ring today in this world where people don't even want to get up and work and, you know, hear these people. My father in 1930, Dario now uh, in, in 2023, we will make it happen for him. And um, it's a really resounding Echoing, it echoes through the ages. The idea of leaving Sicily. Things are not great in Sicily. There's there's agribusiness. There's great wine. The cities are happening to some degree, but many many of the uh, rural places are not happening. And uh, Nazu Capodelando, Nazu Capodelando has uh, good solid business. 
in the summer, German and Great Britain and Northern Europeans. Uh, it's a, a, a very nice resort, but there's really nothing there for a great young man like Dario Morata. And uh, you'll meet them all next year, God willing. Uh, we've already reached out to our uh, our, our um, the office of our good friend, uh, the the uh, the, uh, the congressman who had a fantastic event. I want to congratulate Harry Hurley, our colleague, on what a great event he put on uh, last night at resorts uh, for um, uh, our congressman Jeff Andrew. Jeff Andrew, of course, is a great supporter of so much, supporter of the beach concerts and so many things that we do. Um, we're going to have some fun talking about the characters that we met along the way, and that includes the drivers as well. Um, you know, when you do private touring and you know where you want to go and what you want to do like I do, it's all about the drivers, hooking up with the right driver, and we have several of them uh, that were our friends, and we're going to talk about that uh, today. We're also going to talk about a great party we're throwing. Everybody is invited next Friday night, the 14th, from 7 to 10. Uh, uh, our good friend, Councilman Rick DePamphilus, uh, is throwing the party. He came to us at Tony Marts to put it together, and we are going to have a great open house, free concert, meet and greet at the VFW in Summers Point from 7 to 10. Doors open at 6.30 next Friday, or this Friday night, the 14th of October. Um, it's our little version of Rocktoberfest this year. We often have um, free Rocktoberfest events, and this year we're doing it at the VFW 500 Bethel Road in Summers Point, and Ricky will be here. Councilman Richard T. DePampolis, I refer to him as Ricky. We're old friends, and uh, we're very fortunate to have somebody like that. And he wants everybody to come out and meet and greet uh, with Janice Johnston, who is a part of that. And, of course, uh, our mayor, Jack Glasser, who is happy to be a part of it, a good friend, as always, at the beach concerts and all over with us, uh, Summers Point Mayor Jack Glasser, and our other councilmen, and uh, John McGuigan, who just worked with us at the good old days, Mike Owen. There's, uh, um, we're really hoping to have a great get-together free, uh, and um, Ricky will be here to talk about that. But to talk about that, we're lucky we have a good friend from Summers Point who knew Dad very well and is going to come on the show at the end to talk a little bit about Tony Mart and the good times he had at Tony Mart's. He's no stranger to most of you, a man about town, Charlie Falkenstein. And he loves the whole thing, and we love having him. So, you know, quickly to start the show, um, we want to talk about... Uh, dad and what dad did uh you know in uh, 1932 he got to new york he somehow got to montreal with his cousin nick uh kono nanny nick nanny for people who are from ducktown and know the history of the italian american immigration to ducktown atlantic city i know who i'm talking about uh 
when they got into Canada, they managed to buy um, papers and transit into the United States, back into New York. He arrived in New York. When he got to the Bronx, they all said to him, uh, the family and, and the friends from uh, Italy who were there, uh, they were Nabladan, they were in the Bronx, and they said, you're Sicilian and you belong in Atlantic City. And that's where he went to duck down and began working with a pick and shovel himself, eventually drove a um, horse-driven uh, milk wagon for Sam Kligerman. Again, people who know much of the history know who Sam Kligerman was. Uh, and then he got on a soda truck with Romeo and um, did the 7-Up and, uh, and, and Pepsi products. Uh, as a, a driver salesperson, eventually got his own business uh, thanks to um, money that was lent to him by my mother's mother, Conchetta Ventura Basili. She married a Basili who was from Messina, and we just found out that the current mayor of Messina is a Basili, Mayor Basili. So that really... It all, like I said, it just all rings so through, uh, so true. And um, Dad eventually got the Tony Mart Luncheonette at Columbia Place on the boardwalk, right across from where we do uh, Mardi Gras AC uh, at the um, uh, Kennedy Plaza. And then uh, he was delivering to other places and saw the opportunity in Summers Point, given what was there in Ocean City. 1944, he bought Schick's Tavern, and the rest is history, as they say. So we want to congratulate Dad posthumously. 90 years ago, he discovered America on Columbus Day, 1932. And we want to talk about Dario very quickly. Dario's a great kid. Uh, he went to Australia to work on the, the farm and learned enough English so that he's semi-fluent and uh, we are going to get him over here and we're going to uh, have him making pizzas for everybody. Nancy uh, just fell in love with Dario. He's uh, What would you say, Nancy, about Dario? What's that? There's no one finer. No one finer. She loved him right away. A beautiful, beautiful kid. A wonderful young man is what Nancy is saying. That's the most I can get out of her by way of any interview here. But this is going to be an interesting story as it unfolds. Uh, because you'll all get to meet Dario Marotta. And you'll get to see um, what it's like to try to go from Sicily to the United States 90 years after Tony Mart arrived. Let's talk about the other characters. Dario, of course, was the star character, but there were many others, including my cousins Rita and Ina. And Nancy is just laughing, thinking about them. It's surprising how much they are like the um, Italian-Americans from the Bronx uh, who moved to 
Hialeah, Florida, eventually, my uncle Dominic, uh, of course, the Maradas, Sam Marada, Sadie Marada, and the Capones, and they all uh, were very, very happy. And what was Little Napoli then in Hialeah, Florida, near the Hialeah racetrack? Well, it's it's really amazing how much Ina and Rita Marada, who we just spent time with in Sicily, are uh, very much like them. Uh, the matriarchy of the Sicilian and Nabalatan family. Uh, and um, it's um, wonderful. And there were about 30 people, and I want everybody to know that with uh, the help of a professional uh, translator, we did a presentation about the life of Tony Martz and what Tony Martz means, the legacy, the cultural and musical history of Tony March, and they loved it. Their their response from my thirty or so family members there that night was, "We need uh, we need to have something here in Nazu to pay tribute to Tony Mart, as well as what you're doing over in um, Summers Point uh, and South Jersey and the Jersey Shore." So the first characters on the list were Rita and Ina, and they are something else. And uh, these are some very smart, tough, matriarchal women. Yeah, the guys still run a lot of things uh, in Sicily, but the women run the guys. And Ina and Rita are obvious, right now, uh, obvious examples of that. Uh, And um, I want to, um, we're going to talk about the restaurants uh, on another show. There's too much to do all in one show. But I, I do want to just say that, you know, the uh, the characters are a tremendous part. And uh, in Messina, I wrote a little bit about it in my blast, if, if any of you get the blast, right next to the glockenspiel, which was given to the people of Messina in their cathedral, the Domo, from the people of Austria because it was a um, Messines, from Messina, Sicily, a hero named John of Austria, who fought for the Austrian-Hungarian Empire and was victorious and heroic for the Habsburgs. And they gave this statue and this glockenspiel, like as a giant cuckoo clock, in the bell tower of the Messina Cathedral goes off at 12 o'clock every day for all the tourists. And of course we saw it there too. Uh, Always looking for handicapped accessible bathrooms, which is not an easy thing for me, especially in Sicily. We encountered a great character who turned out to be named the same as me, Carmelo. Carmelo Picciotto, and he owns this cafe that we knew about right next to the glockenspiel. And the name of the cafe, what else? Salotto Farini, named for the famous Italian uh, cinematographer and director, Fellini. And he practically remodeled the damn door to get me into and get me taken care of 
Uh, and then we became tremendous friends. Uh, you know, once he heard my name was Carmelo, then we told him, you know, because he serves Barbera coffee. is very famous uh, in all over Sicily. And, of course, one of our good friends is Frank Barbera. So we, um, we told him about Frank Barbera, and he gave us a, a, a coffee set. And he gave us granita. Granita is the original Sicilian water rice. And uh, this guy has water, water rice. You know, it's, granita is basically the, the way they do it, the crushed ice with the fresh fruit fused into it. Lemon is the famous one, granita de limon. But he had granita with prickly pears, which, of course, in English, we're very familiar with from the prickly pear cactus in Arizona, but also it's no accident that we love Arizona the way we do because the climate in Sicily is very similar. And there's prickly pears. They were hanging off the cactus, the prickly pears. Uh, and um, he makes a granita with prickly pears. Uh, figo di India. Nancy is reminding me in Italy they call it Figo di India because the cactus and the fruit were historically brought to Sicily by uh, by India, from India, by some of the different peoples. Remember that Sicily was conquered and ruled by a lot of different people. Uh, so that was our friend Carmelo Picciotto, and what a great, great character uh, right there. And in the Seriale... Uh, a beautiful, a beautiful little town right on the water north of Catania, uh, named after the Achi, the stones that were thrown into uh, the Ionian Sea by the Cyclops, as as legend would have it. Um, we we went to a great place. Uh, another character took us around through the bathroom, the back of his. Cafe, and I noticed he was putting out his menu de, uh, de Justiva, the menu of the day. Uh, beautiful menu of fresh swordfish, and one of the things that they were doing uh, were the squash. It's this time of the year. It's squash, zucchini, and they were serving a zucchini and shrimp with the, the Sicilian pasta, and he had that out. So he took me around the back to the kitchen so I could use the bathroom. And what do you think he does? He brings out all the plates of these great dishes that he was serving so we could see them. He was a great, great character uh, in a Chiriale. And, uh, you know, on on and on we can we can go. Nancy actually went into the, uh, in Catania, uh, in the, the fabulous, um, uh, Palazzo di Elefante in the main square, the Piazza Domo of Catania, the old square of Catania, Sicily. And she talked to the guys and asked them if they had a handicap accessible bathroom for me. And they actually opened it up and took us into the prize, it's the city hall. And, you know, it's, it's an old palace, but now it functions as a city hall. So there's lots of security and guards. And they took us in there. They gave us a, a private tour of the handicapped bathroom, right, Nancy? They wouldn't let anybody else but me and Nancy go in, right? right. 
sorry, get out. The other people that were with us were told to get out, right? Uh, anyway, uh, we'll never forget uh, some of these characters. And one last, uh, well, there was the big Greek sailor in Mykonos. I was thinking about him. We came in on a tender. These big, strong Greek sailors that ran the tenders for um, Royal Caribbean, these guys would just come and pick me and the scooter up and put us on the dock. I mean, they were great characters, big, tall, with mustaches, the epitome of uh, a Greek sailor that you would think about. Uh, and then um, uh, the other one that I want to mention uh, uh, is um, uh, a real ironic thing that happened to us. It was kind of late at night. We were in the Piazza Navona, and uh, we were with Heather Pearson, and Heather said, please, Take us to eat, you know. So I had this place, Don Francesco, that I knew about. And we, we managed to get ourselves together from the Piazza Navona, the famous place in Rome where they invented the chocolate tartufo, the chocolate ice cream tartufo. Tartufo is uh, um, Italian for truffle. The chocolate ice cream truffle was invented there. Anyway, um we got to Da Francesco, which is a little ways away, not far, to eat. And uh, they weren't going to let us in. We didn't have a reservation. But we somehow I negotiated my way in. I'm pretty good at that. And we walk in, and, and, and Nancy says, there's the guy that looks like Timmy Lynch uh, from uh, Ambasciatore. You know, we used to go to a great restaurant in northern Rome called uh, – Ambasciatore Abruzzese, the the ambassador of Abruzzi. But unfortunately, it's not what it was in those days. It was one of the greatest restaurants I had ever been to in my life. But there was this waiter, okay? And uh, Nancy recognized him right away. And then when he saw me, he recognized me. Uh, and his name was Fikret. He's from Croatia, I believe. One of, one of the old, one of the, countries that was Yugoslavia, uh, Serbia, Croatia, one of those. Anyway, um, it was like, it was like um, old times. He took care of us. And we had a great meal and great wine, uh, an Italian Chardonnay. It was a beautiful, uh, a beautiful thing. Uh, so um, uh, another character. Now, these are some of the characters now, um, we also had the drivers, and um, I do want to talk about uh, the drivers a little bit, um, because when you're doing private touring, and that's what we do, you know, we, whether we get off the cruise ship, whether we prearrange, or if I just get off, I'm very good at finding the right guy and winging it uh, right there. Uh, we uh, we, uh, we picked up a driver in um, Athens, Demetrius, who was absolutely phenomenal. And he, he came up to me and I said, uh, okay, you're the boss? He goes, no, you're the boss. And we immediately became great friends and he gave us a tremendous, tremendous tour of Athens, Greece. And uh, he's just one of the many, many drivers some of them are prearranged. You know, we have a, a great service in Rome, 
Benvenuto with our friend Giovanni, and he gave us the professional driver, Claudio, and the professional driver, our, our dear friend, Francesco. Nancy loves Francesco uh, in Naples, and he turned us on to one of the best restaurants of the whole trip uh, in Sorrento because we spent half a day in Naples, and then we went over to Sorrento so the girls could see uh, the Sorrentine Peninsula, the Bay of Naples. We were blessed with such beautiful weather. Uh, we'll pick that up and talk about more of the drivers, but they, too, are the characters. But right now I'm going to switch over to Summer's Point and the party and the good times uh, that are coming up this Friday as we get back to the beach concert thing. Thanks to the suggestion of uh, our city councilman, Rick DePampolis, who is uh, uh, waiting to come on the show and talk a little bit about uh, our his invitation to everyone to party with us this weekend and, and all the good times that we love to share. Lifelong friend of mine since we were teenagers, uh, Rick DePampolis. Ricky, welcome back to the show. Welcome home, Carmen. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be back here with you all. It, uh, it, it really is. I hope you had a good time. We had a great had a good time. time. It was a little your tough family. for me, but uh, my family, was everything was, was beautiful being with the family, and I can't wait for everybody in Summers Point to meet Dario. Um, it was a really good idea that you had, and, and we're going to make it happen this week. Uh, little meet and greet at the concert so, so that people um, don't get too lonely on Friday night since the last beach concert was about uh, a month ago. Um, uh, I want you to uh, invite everybody. Next Friday night, we're going to have a great show with Danny Iyer. And I thank you for asking us to do it, Ricky. Uh, it's a great idea. Yeah, I, I thought it was too, Carmen. Uh, you know, being uh, a little bit new to uh, Summer's Point, I felt it was important to uh, invite uh, a lot of people from my ward, Ward 1, to uh, to the Rocktoberfest, we're calling it, just to meet and greet uh, not only myself, because I'd like to introduce myself to a lot of people, but also to uh, Mayor Glasser and uh, Council President Johnston and my running mates, of course, Sean McGuigan and Mike Owen. They'll all be there. Right. As well will be other city officials, lots of people, uh, and, of course, lots of music fans and people that are really, really happy to um, uh, to be able to come out and, and party with us. Um, and um, I want you to know how much I appreciate the opportunity. You know, the, the Beach Concert Committee loves to do the concerts, and for us now to be able to do it and thank Andy Molson who's on the beach concert committee uh, for helping us with it. He also is a part of the VFW uh, and uh, we're going to have a hell of a good time. And it's part of a big weekend Rocktoberfest concert with us on Friday night. And then Saturday uh, horsepower by the Bay with uh, Kirk Garrity and the uh, historical society. It's, it's really the kind of thing that makes, Summer's Point, the great place that we love. Uh, you know, Ricky, I, I know you 
chose to move here, and we kind of put you to work right away. But uh, you love being in the point, don't you? I do. I certainly do. I'm glad um, we moved back. Of course, we, my wife and I, Sally uh, McArdle, uh, we spent right. seven years here before we moved to Linwood. So we decided to come back, and uh, we enjoy it very much. And I'm uh, excited about Friday night. Uh, uh, I was excited that um, Danny Iyer was available to us, and it's a free, free party. Come, doors open at six thirty p.m. Right, and I want to say that Sally McCardle, uh, the pamphlet, is an old friend of mine. We were we grew up together. I. Um, I, I sometimes forget to mention that, uh, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're very close and, and she was she actually was one of my babysitters, even though she's not that much older than me. Uh, but, um, a lot of things, a lot of things are going, going on. And I know that, um, I want to mention, uh, I really like what, uh, I know that it was Janice Johnston. Uh, our city council president that really worked long and hard, but you supported her on what just went, uh, what's going on at the Summers Point Village, how you're working out the programs there so we can have improvements and make it better and work out a, uh, a pilot program to, to normalize revenue streams into the city. Uh, that's a great one. And I know you have your eye on a lot of things, especially uh, where you know, preserving and improving our uh, our historic bayfront is concerned. Uh, I'd like you to uh, elaborate a little bit on that, please. Well, I can tell you that Summers Point's pretty lucky to have a pretty good balance of uh, residential and commercial uh, revenue. Uh, the commercial revenue is uh, needed sorely because it provides revenue to the city that the uh, residential uh, homes doesn't because residential homes comes with school and trash pickup and, and services. So for the, uh, for the residential, we don't have to provide those services. So uh, we need to create a better balance. And one of those ways to do that is to enhance our Bay Avenue uh, waterfront. Uh, that's our, what I consider our biggest asset and, uh, and it's nice right now, but it could be a lot nicer. I believe, um, with just, uh, just a little, uh, little work. Well, it's a beautiful balance. You hit it right on the, head. you know, we're a beautiful small town, charming, great place to live. I love it. Even though I live in Egg Harbor township, I live in Tucson, Arizona, uh, I'm spending time in a lot of places like New Orleans and Sicily. I always come home to Summers Point. It's my home. It's a beautiful, as it has always been since we were kids, the beautiful combination of the small town charm and then the hip happening summertime scene. And now, of course, the historic uh, Bayfront uh you know, and, and the, the legacy of our music and the beach concerts. You know, we're going to have our 30th anniversary of the beach concerts next year, Ricky. And uh, 
you know, I can't thank you. And, uh, you know, you guys got the feel. I, I think one of the things that I'm going to talk about is, um, you know, we all just kind of have to kick back and uh, care for each other and be the point. We are so lucky to be Summer's Point, and we want to be the point. We want to be that charming small town, but we want um, more action and jobs and opportunities. And, and I'm just echoing what you always say to me about that. That's really one of your primary goals is to create more opportunity and get things going on our beautiful historic bayfront. Absolutely, Carmen. Um, there's a lot of uh, lot of uh, empty lots on our bayfront that, um, with a little uh, with a little work, uh, we could uh, make a lot better. I think if we uh, create some uh, new uh, new zones, we can uh, inspire a lot of interest. Yes, and with that, yes. well, with that. With that, of course, comes building and it needs a, you know, Bay Avenue's a great, it's great. It just needs a little enhancement. That's all it needs. Right. Well, it's happening. It's it's happening and we need people like you. That's why I'm so hip on uh, you as as our new councilman, because we need people like you. You know, the, the Clam Bar and Smith's Pier, it can't exist. They want to sell it. Part of it's falling apart. You know, it's going to happen, but it needs to happen with um, the kind of guidance and monitoring that people like you who have been involved in municipal government. I mean, you're in the Atlantic County Mayor's Hall of Fame from all your work for years in, in uh, Linwood. People like you, you know, we need you to watch over that. Even if it, you know, I know you, you're not a guy that's out there crusading or jumping up and down, but whenever you, you know, you, you watch things and you're very wise and you're very experienced and, you know, I know you want to keep your eye on that. And I know you want to work with the others to make it happen. And and that's what it takes, right? Absolutely. That's what I'm all about. Just trying to help. Right. And Sally, uh, and and all that you do, uh, you guys, and uh, I mean, look, just a perfect example is uh, how helpful you have been to all of us, uh, supporting the beach concerts, now extending them, and uh, the beach concert committee, I know, is very, very grateful uh, to you, but uh, we want to make things better. Uh, We, you know, you um, secured... Uh, a big contribution for the good old days. And we also got a, uh, a beautiful, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of it or not. We got a beautiful handicap uh, bathroom that's uh, going to be put in the right place, uh, donated by the point by uh, our friends there. And uh, it takes the, the, you know, the attitude that you have, you go to these places and you meet and talk to the people and that's what they want, right? Uh, Ricky, they they want you to welcome them and make them feel uh, a part of it. And and when they get that, they reciprocate. They do things for everybody. I mean, look at, you know, perfect example is Circle Wicker. You know how how much I love everything they do. The donations they they give 
uh, whether it's Summer's Mansion or Good Old Days or whatever it is, the beach concerts, uh, they reciprocate. Gregory's, Walter Gregory, look at what he does. I mean, we're we're blessed to have these kinds of people, and, and, and they are they feel very, very happy to have somebody like you who appreciates that, that, that reciprocity. You know, um, that's the way government should be, right? Exactly. Yes, I appreciate all the nice things you've said about me. Uh, I'm about uh, to go now and uh, walk the streets and introduce myself to some of the people. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, that's great, man. And everybody can see you and come and have a good time. Uh, uh, you're going to uh, go walk your ward a little bit today and say hello to everybody. But next Friday night, 630, the doors open. And uh, Rick DePampolis and his beautiful wife, my dear friend, Sally McCardle, DePampolis, will be there, as will be Danny Iyer and Rich Kurtz in a new show we put together. It debuted at Good Old Days. And uh, when you suggested to me we should do something around, uh, you know, the middle of October, I always did a request, and um, uh, we we got Danny and Mega to do a Beatles show, and uh, it's going to be a great show, and everybody will be able to hang out. There'll be lots of fun, uh, and, of course, the VFW is an important service organization that we support by doing the event there. Sounds like a win-win, Ricky. What do you think? Yeah, I think we're going to have a good time, Carmen, and I got to uh, thank you and Nancy, too, uh, for all the help you've been to me. Thank you very much. Well, we love you guys, and uh, I'll give my best to Sally. Tell her we'll see her soon, and uh, enjoy the beautiful afternoon in the first ward of Summers Point on the historic Bayfront. We'll see you next week, Ricky. Thank you. Ciao. <laughs> ciao. Ciao, my friend. Yeah. Ciao. Oh, no. Ciao. Uh, I want right, to thank Rick Ampolis. Thank you, Ricky, for coming on and letting everybody know about the gig next Friday night. And uh, I also, uh, uh, you know, want to thank him uh, for, for everything that he does. It means so much to us. The amount of work that Nancy does as the chairwoman of the committee, it means, I can't tell you how important it is to her because Nancy's a warrior. She worries about everything and she pays a lot of attention to details and it means so much that Ricky is there and and uh, that, um, uh, you know, Janice Johnston is there in her position and uh, Joe McCary and, and Sean McGuigan, what we did at the good old days this year you know, these are uh, great, great public servants, and we are very grateful uh, for what they do. Well, we're going to turn back to the title story a little bit here. Um, and that, of course, uh, is about uh, Tony Mart himself. And I have somebody who was a very good friend of Tony Mart, of Tony Mart, that actually rented a summer house from Tony Mart, and he's no stranger. To many of you, uh, Charlie Falkenstein, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, my pleasure, Carmen. My pleasure. I appreciate interesting. it. Interesting. Uh, Very interesting. That was uh, not, uh, listen, I got to tell you, uh, it's funny. I was just on the phone with Jack Evans, and he was one of the 14 guys that we rented 
from your dad, the two houses there on uh, George Street and Shore Road. And and he says, boy, I wonder if Carmen knows how much fun we had at Tony Martin's. And I've just had oh, to be I sitting do. on the property right now. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, you had a lot it was amazing. You, had a lot you knew Dad very well, and you were a big part of the Tony Martin experience. Tell us. Tell me uh, some of the, the stories. I know you have great stories. That's why I invited you on. Jeez, I, uh, Carmen, I don't even know where to start, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, I was used car manager at Cherry Hill Dodge in uh, 1983, and I guess it was either like May or June. A guy comes walking into my office, and he introduces himself, and he says, "I got to buy two Chevy Novas." I'm I'm. I'm uh, making a film down the shore. I said, where are you making a film? He says, at Summer's Point. I said, Summer's Point. I said, I rent a house in Summer's Point. Where are you filming it? He says, Tony Martz. I said, I rent, we rent a house from Tony Mart, right? And we just, <laughs> just developed a friendship. And he ended up buying, and this is quite a story, actually. He ended up buying uh, a 74 and a 75 Chevy Nova, two of them. And he wanted uh, a light blue with a dark blue interior because he said that would uh, show best on the film. And I had one light blue and dark blue, and I had one silver with a red interior. And I had Danny McLaughlin dye the interior dark blue from red to dark blue. And Freddie Cuneo painted it from silver to the light blue, so we had two matching uh, Chevy Novas. And... Like I said, I was we were right from your dad back then, and uh, I was down here when they were filming it, and uh, it's just amazing the the names that uh, uh, Tom Barringer, uh, Tunes, who uh, I had the pleasure of uh, listening to a couple weeks ago with your uh, your famous uh, beach concert, Ellen Barkin, and and I can't remember what does what Kenny Vance Kenny Vance was in there, but I forget what he played. Kenny Vance was had, a musical uh, he was a musical director for um, John Taffer in the recording of the entire soundtrack. Oh, there you, okay, okay. And then obviously the the beautiful Helen Schneider, who played Carlina in that, all right. That it was just incredible. And that yeah. but, but to go back to Tony Parts for a minute, right? That's where I met Sonny McCullough for the first time and everybody knows uh Sonny McCullough is uh, infamous in, in this area, is the mayor of uh, Egg Harbor Township. And then all the names that you're, and the groups that your father launched, all right, and this was before my time, uh, Bill Haley in the Comets and Conway Twitty, all right, but during my time, all right, was uh, Ricky and the Rockets, Johnny Caswell, Mace, Oliver, right. there, there's a name from the past. That we don't talk Oliver, about Oliver. Right. We don't talk about Oliver enough. I want to include him in some of the tributes. He played for Dad several weeks in the seventies, and um, he had several big hits, including uh, one from Hair, "Good Morning Starshine." He had the hit with that song, plus uh, Gene, of course, that was a big hit for Oliver and. Uh, we had we just had an amazing amount of great people come through there, didn't we, Charlie? Yeah, and then um, and I don't 
remember or recall the name of this group, but you had a big band. It was kind of tight on that small stage, but it was like either nine or 11 pieces. And they did a lot of like the Rascals. And then you had, uh, there you go. There you go. You had Superheat. These are just a couple. Levon and the Hawks. Right. And the list just goes on and on and on. I mean, we just a great great time in my life. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's talk Great. about that. You keep or... beeping in and out. So, uh, he was uh, okay. Let me let me go back to that. We uh, we used to go down on Saturday afternoon, and uh, if you recall that uh, in the in the movie, they, the stools were always up on top of the bar, uh, and your father always had the stools up on top of the bar, and he would right. he would take the stools down. Right, and uh, my buddy Ronnie Ransbottom and Jack Evans and myself would sit there, and uh, he'd be pouring his draft beers and just telling stories after story after story. Right, just an interesting guy. I mean, including his his venture uh, into coming in the United States. Uh, that right. it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. But it, he was a uh, he was yeah. certainly an interesting guy, and if he. If he liked you, he loved you, and if he didn't like right. you, you were in trouble. <laughs> you were out. You were out. You were gone. <laughs> you were out. You were gone. Yeah, you were. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's very, very true. But uh, it, was it, so it was just a great time. He, he was so funny, Charlie, that even when he was telling people off and throwing them out, you had to laugh your ass off, right? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he was just that kind of personality. I mean, he was great. And I got to tell you, I mean, he just wasn't a local legend, right? He was a national legend. He really was. He put Summer's Point on the map. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I couldn't have said it anymore. And and I know that one of the reasons I, I always enjoy whenever we get together, whenever I see you out, we talk because you always have Tony March stories and and a big smile on your face when you talk about Tony March. And uh, believe it or not, there's not, you know, in, in the later years of the March, the late 70s and the early 80s, Dad didn't come in as much. You were there during his glory years, the 60s and the 70s. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. That made very special and very important to us. And I appreciate you just falling in to pay tribute to dad on what is the 90th anniversary. As he used to say, I discover America because it was Columbus day that he arrived in 1932. Uh, wow. Amazing. You. 90 years ago. Thanks. Very good. Carmen, you have a great day. Great show. Listen, Charlie, maybe we'll tell some more stories during intermission on Friday night at the party. What do you think? Oh, yeah, no, we'll be there. Janice and I will be there. It's going to be a nice time. Good time. You tell us, maybe you'll tell a few more stories, and we'll have some fun with it. All right, buddy. Thank you, John. God bless you. Take care right. of yourself. Thank you. Thank you for doing this, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, not, not a problem. Thank you very much. You're welcome, my friend. Charlie Falkenstein, you know, not too many people 
around really that knew dad as well as he did. And it was really nice of him to do this. I want to talk about the wine a little bit. Circle Liquor Store, of course, is um, the almost certainly the best independent liquor store in the world. They've got some great wines uh, that they have available. Plus, it's Oktoberfest season. So uh, we'll start with the wines, but we can't ignore uh, talking about the the beers as well. Um, Chester Malloy, the the master at Circle Wicker, has a couple of really interesting things, especially for this time of the year. A spicy but dry Alsatian from Trimbach. Uh, Alsatian meaning, you know, where France and Germany meet. Uh, it's part of France at the present time, but the, the wine is Trimbach, T-R-I-M-B-A-C-H, a beautiful spicy Alsatian, perfect for the table this time of the year, perfect for drinking uh, uh, when you're enjoying the Halloween parties and Oktoberfest. It's a $30 white Alsatian, uh, and he's uh, got it on sale for nineteen ninety nine at the Circle. There's a perfect wine for you to go and try. And then also, this is the time of the year for the Nouveau Beaujolais, of course, but uh, in the Italian Piedmont, they have some beautiful white wines that are similar. And um, Chet is featuring Dolcetta. Uh, it's a light red from Piedmont, perfect, versatile. You could use it with so many things. Uh, and uh, the house, the vintner is Batagnola. Uh, and uh, this is a, a great wine, the Dolcetta. Like Dolce, which is sweet dessert in Italian, Dolcetto. Um, a white Piedmont wine. It's a $22 bottle of really great quality white Italian red. And Chet's blowing it out for fourteen ninety nine, uh, and all of the wines that we did at the uh, good old days, um, you can just ask for the Circle Liquor Club price and enjoy them. Uh, excellent, excellent price. The Ferrari Carano Chardonnay. I mean, we're we're talking about world class wines for like sixteen, seventeen dollars. For a Chardonnay that'll stand up to some really big, expensive uh, Chardonnays. Uh, but, you know, um, Circle Liquor has a huge selection, 200 bourbons, over 200 bourbons. They've got all kinds of tequilas, incredible selection of rums, tequilas, vodkas. Uh, I mean, the, the size of the store and the amount of the... Uh, Inventory. It just goes way beyond uh, the, the single malt scotches, the single barrel uh, bourbons and whiskeys. Uh, but also it's Oktoberfest. And I want to mention that Circle Liquor Store, of course, because of their size, has four of the seven original Munich breweries. Actually, I think they're the only four you can get in the United States. Uh, those beers because um, you can get Hockershore, uh, you can get um, Polander, 
You can get Hofbrau and um, the uh, um, uh, the let's see the the, um, the Hohenstaufener and uh, the um, uh, Spaten. And Spaten has the great Weiss beer. Um, you can get most of these breweries uh, at Circle. They have, uh, you know, uh, the Weiss beer, uh, which is the wheat beer, the Dunkel Weiss, which is the dark wheat beer, and the, uh, uh, the Oktoberfest. Almost all of those beers have special Oktoberfest beers and lots of pumpkin products, pumpkin everything, everywhere. Circle Liquor Store, probably the best independent liquor store in the world, certainly the best in New Jersey. And we'll be doing tastings from Circle Liquor, free in-store Circle Liquor tastings. Just look for, uh, go to TonyMart.com, look for the blast we do every week as a part of this show here. Tony Mart presents music, food, fun, traveling, and uh community professionals like you've been hearing from today. Uh, we're going to be back next week doing restaurants and talking about, uh, I'll have our friend Rich Gerber back on. Thanks to him for being a sponsor of this show. We want to thank Rich Gerber, invite you to contact him, 609-653-9101. We had a special show with him just recently and we're going to have him back on again, and we're going to talk about all the free services and things that he does. But I want to invite everybody to the party this Friday. It's going to be a hell of a good time. Plenty of room there in the the, um, the VFW uh, for us to have Danny Iyer and his great band and Lennon and McCartney jamming the scriptures. And we want everybody to be a part of it and be great with all of us here in Summer's Point. Be the point. And remember, till then, let the good times roll.